0: What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a brand new edition of the Listen Doctor Radio. I am your host of the show, the Listen Doctor. What's good? We got a brand new show today. We gotta talk about. Uh, we're gonna be talking about prison reform and what's going, what's going, really going on inside of these jails right now with these inmates. Um, because a lot of people wanted me to talk about the story. Uh, that these guards are being basically um. Hard asses on these inmates, a lot of things happen, but I have a special guest inside the studio today, and he is also a correctional officer inside of a local jail where I live at, and he's going to be giving his uh aspects on what really happens inside the jail from a CO. We really get we really don't have that a lot. We really don't have a lot of people as COs come and talk to us about what's really going on. We have the side of the inmates telling us what's really going on. And we're going to get a real side of what's really going on. I would like to welcome my co-host to the show, special guest, Sticky. All right. <clears throat> uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, before we get to that first... We got a couple of news to get to, a little bit of news to get to. Y'all know I do that before I get to anything that we talk about. Little my little monologue, my little rant, and uh, we're gonna get to that as well. Uh, so let's go straight to that. Um, the news I have for today, <clears throat> we just talk. Um, last week before um the Christmas break and for the holiday break, about these robberies that's going on. It's it's fitting that we are talking about this because this is what's happening with these young youths. Um, in my city of New Orleans, Louisiana, three boys—I said it right—three boys were arrested on charges of robbery and armed robbery on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. And the ages of these young boys are 10 5, I mean I'm sorry, 10, eleven and fifteen, all little kids on Christmas Eve and Christmas day. And I have a correction officer who's here, and if they were locked up down here in the men's jail, he would have probably been over them um or you know working with them. Um and a lot of people wanted to know my my opinion on that and I got a correction officer here. We're gonna figure out that. We're gonna talk about the Saints game as well. That shit was just terrible. We're gonna talk about the Philadelphia Eagles game that just went off as well. And we're gonna give our predictions who might win the Super Bowl and all that shit as well. So without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and let my co-host speak first on the matter on the fact that these kids were arrested on christmas eve and christmas day how you feel about that
1: uh basically i'm i'm here not to throw anybody under the bus not to disparage anyone and not to point fingers but i definitely think that there need to be a lot of changes on how we look at how 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 we hiring how how you step into this jail how you step into these jobs and dealing with the people that's Basically locked up inside these jobs because it's a lot of things that that can be improved. it's a lot of things that can be worked out mm-hmm. with with the right right with time right It's been ignored you know I see people running for offices and running for you know right everything around here and nobody's talking about nobody's talking about making this right, nobody's talking about making this better right. And there's a lot of ways that we can do this. want we can just try it a little harder.
0: I feel that. Um I feel that so much because like I said, man, in Texas, I don't know if you're familiar with the Texas law, um, but in Texas, they don't play. In Texas, my brothers right now are serving twenty years off of the, um, He's doing 20 years off of a armed robbery charge. He had like 20 armed robberies, aggravated robbery charges. They wanted to give him 100 years, but he settled for 20. Um, each one counting for 20 years. And the the reason why is important in this topic because these young boys were 10, 12, and 15 robbing on Christmas Day. Mostly on that day, that day is spent with your kids and your family at home open up gifts but these kids went out and robbed on that day. So my thing is where was the parents involved? Because in Texas, like I said, the law the I don't think, some people say it's unfair and I'm kind of leaning towards what they say, but then I think and again I I say it is fair. The first time your child, at the, uh, at the young of age of 18, if your child is being arrested the first time, it's a fine. The second time, it's a bigger fine. The third time, they come and pick up the parent. Most people say that's kind of uh, you know insane because you can teach your kid and be the best parent and your kid can still go out there and do these things. But I feel like this, if a parent is mostly involved with their kid and the father's there, Keyword father, that these kids will have a better opportunity and won't be out there doing it. Because if you start hitting the parents with the pockets, because that parent got to take off for work to come get you. I know when my mama came and got me from school after work and had to leave work, it was a, yeah, it was an ass whooping. But then again, I see the other side of that because now... You can, your kid can go to school with a bruise, and they can say, my mama beat me, and then you got a case on you. So how does a parent supposed to deal with these children before they get to be men where they see you? How are they supposed to do that if the state and the government are basically not giving the parents uh, what they need to do?
1: I think basically, I'm, I'm seeing from these kids, it, it's, it's a lack of structure starting from the school and home life all the way down and and these kids are younger and younger, and they're more reckless than ever before, and it's scary mm-hmm. and when I've dealt with these kids and I've dealt with these young people i see I see the potential they have but mm-hmm. it's something that they it's something that that was missing, whether it was from school or whether it's from home life, it's definitely somebody is not guiding these kids and and getting them in, in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Because right now they're lost. There's a lot of kids that's lost. And it's very scary to deal with a kid that's lost and has nothing, nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible thing and you can't control it. And and I mean, these kids talk about just blowing each other's heads off and and shooting at each other. And once we get them inside mm-hmm. and once we get them into that control setting, you are dealing with other men. Right. Okay, you are dealing with these grown ass men that's that's got their own problems right and their own shit to deal with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a problem in and of itself. Because once once you get the young kids there, we can do all we can do to isolate you and protect you. But when it when worse comes to worse, you still around you still around grown ass men in there. Right. And we can't save everybody. You know, I mean, it's, it's a it's a pretty sad situation of what you see, and these young kids just throwing it all away, and and it's it's definitely I don't know what what's going on in the schools. Mm-hmm. I don't know if 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 people just don't care anymore, mm-hmm. and I could I could blame some of the parents, but I mean, sometimes even the parents, even I know some of these kids have have parents that's mm-hmm. in jail, right, and, and and they can't do nothing. And they can't do nothing for these kids.
0: You know what's funny what you said with that? Um, I had basically watched a show. I told you guys about it, that I was considering doing 60 Days In, the show. And I watched a show on a couple of seasons ago, like third season. And they had a guy in Atlanta jail basically said that him and his brother was both in that jail together. At the same time, they were there together. His brother was in the other hall, he was in the other hall, and his daddy was there when he was born. His mama actually had him in that same jail. So that's four generations of people in the same jail. Mommy and daddy, and then the two sons are in the same jail. It's like they thought they were destined for it. In the black community... A lot of people don't realize, like I speak on my black people, cause I really love my black people, and I speak hard on y'all because I know the shit that we can do, and I know what we have up here. That if we put our minds to it, we can accomplish a lot of shit. So I'm very hard on y'all, but I cannot under I cannot say yeah my living environment didn't lead me to a wrong path. Granted, my foster family who who adopted me taught me more things. And got me out of that, that, that environment. But if not, I would have probably been the same. I would probably be locked up too. My brother, he didn't have that choice. He didn't get adopted by white people. I mean, by, by white people, not white, but good people. He didn't get adopted by those people. He got adopted by some people who didn't give a fuck about him. And he wound up back on the streets. Once he made 18, they basically put him out. When I made 18, my mama said, you ain't have to go nowhere. You can save your money. You can go to college, whatever you want to do. But you gotta do a job, or you gotta to go to college. You can't stay in my house for free. And that gave me. But I've been working since I was fourteen with my uncle. That gave me the mentality and the work ethic to say, you know what? I want to go ahead and do things. But these kids of the day, man, they are they lost. And a lot of it is to do with the the environment and the parents. Um, anything else you want to elaborate on this particular subject when it comes to these young? F- kids, three kids that were out there, man, and I, and I misspoke, I'm sorry, 11, 10, and 12 was the ages, not the and we had talked about this um subject, and the reason I brought this up again, we talked about this subject about two months ago, these same three young individuals were granted a chance to go home, and the judge said, she didn't feel comfortable locking a teen and eleven year old up with teenagers. She let them out. And they promised that they was not gonna get in no more trouble. And guess what happened? Two months out of being out of correction, Department of Correction, of juvenile, they were back on the streets doing it again. For what? For what? For some money that they would that they really don't really know what the fuck they doing with? They got a gun at 10 years old. Like, it's really sad. What do you think about that?
1: Um, but basically, like nobody, it's, it's because I don't know if anybody's showing these kids any love. It's like, really, no one cares these days. It's like, no one cares. It's just like so much, so much is happening, and it's all on the news, and we're so saturated with news. It's not a shock. Mm hmm. A Long time ago it used to be a shock. It'd be like, man, why you know, this this was a a whole community, you know, co- it would be outraged, but now mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, it's just another it's just another thing that's happened. Some more some more people that's just going out a dream. And I guess it's just people that's just not basically caring about these kids. There really are oh, a lack of facilities mm-hmm. to accommodate these young kids. Right. Around here, and like I say, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. I'm not pointing the blame at nobody. Right. But there's a lack of funding. There's a lack of facilities here. Right. I see a bunch of bingo halls. I see a bunch of old folks homes. I see animal shelters and animal hospitals. That's that's for everything. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm like wondering, you know, why don't we have, why don't we have something to to accommodate this, this mm-hmm. thing? So we can so we can get this thing, you know, to to get a hold of it, because it's out of control. That's what I'm looking for. I, that's basically right. what I'm looking for. It's like we gotta, you got to get somebody's got to get their hands on this thing. Right. And hey, you know we got all these plants, we got mm-hmm. all this cancer in the air. Mm-hmm. You know we got all this this floating and this and that blah blah mm-hmm. blah. That's all fine and dandy, but somebody's got to get a hold of this. Right. Or, or Most definitely. Like a problem. Most definitely.
0: Um, um, switching topics, we're gonna to be on the same topic back with this, though. Um, a lot of people wanted to get my insight on what happened with R. Kelly. The documentary of part two of Surviving R. Kelly was dropped two days ago, and that shit was insane. Um, on that particular show, R. Kelly's brother said he was offered 50k to say he was. To take the fall and say he was the person in the the sex scandal video, pin on R. Kelly. I mean, pin on the young woman, as R. Kelly. He wanted they wanted to pay him fifty grand to do that, and he said that R. Kelly basically told him he was going to get him a record deal and he was going to do all this to do it. Now, in this particular topic, the reason I brought that up because Oprah Winfrey has been on numerous of videos and has been out there and uh, this is my next thing I want to talk about the Me Too movement. We're going to tackle everything, everybody. We're going to tackle everything. The Me Too movement. And uh, the reason why I want to bring this up because I have another fellow black man here. As a black man, how do you feel with Oprah Winfrey, a black woman, making documentaries about these black celebrities where she has a friend of hers, Hobart Weinstein, who's actually a white man, and he's he has been on tape of being um raping over 90 women and over having sexual relationships um unconsent with over a hundred and fifty women. She has not made a tape, she has not made a documentary, but she's made a documentary about Russell. Um about uh Russell um Simmons. She made a documentary about him, about women saying that he had raped her and all this type of shit. She made one about R. Kelly, she made one about Bill Cosby, and she made one about the late great Michael Jackson. How do you feel that um Oprah Winfrey is basically helping the system tear down these black men?
1: Well, basically, I- I've never been a-, a really a fan of Oprah. Mm-hmm. I'm not Against her, you know, hey, she made all this money, blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. I think from 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 square one, I think it's it, just what we talked about. We it, we have a lack of respect, mm-hmm. okay. And somebody pissed on another human being for sexual purposes or not, mm-hmm. and he ain't the only one that he didn't invent it. Right, he didn't go about it. You know, he he went about doing whatever he did, mm-hmm. but. I mean, I, I, Oprah so far, Oprah so far out of touch with me. Right. I'm not a fan. We we don't respect each other. It's 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 a lack of respect for women mm-hmm. in general. That's been in the industry forever. Right. Okay. They could shine a light on R. Kelly. They could shine a light on Bill Cosby. They could shine a light on a whole hell of a lot of people. Right. And that's that's been going on. That's been going on for decades and decades now. Right. It's a lack of respect, and I mean this. This R. Kelly thing is getting out of control. It's getting out of hand. <laughs> you know, it what is. I'm saying it's people. People are, 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 you know, it's cashing in now. You know what I'm saying? Clicks and and views ah. and all of this nonsense. Right. It's a lack of respect. Okay. You don't go around pissing on people. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a. You it's, know what It's me? crazy. It's for sexual purposes. I don't know. I know a lot of white folks have been doing that shit. Yeah. I I, I, I could say they invented it. Yeah. I'm going to piss nobody off, but... Right, I mean, right. He, he didn't come up with it. Uh, he, he's not
0: the first person to do it. He's actually not. And they have a lot of people who actually have done this numerous times, and they have not even said anything about it. And on on top of that, the factor that these... um. So-called black man that she's coming after, she was taking pictures with. She was seen taking pictures with. She was seeing, Um, she called Michael Jackson one of her best friends. And when this man is dead, he cannot defend himself. She's making documentaries about this man, saying that the kids, the 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 even the name was just was just so fucking fucked up. Surviving Neverland. Like, Neverland was just a fucking fucked up place. Right. And it wasn't. But nobody talks about, like R. Kelly said, that he was raped at a young age by his sister and cousins. Nobody talks about when, and that's why I love that he's here, nobody talks that these millions and millions of black men are raped in jail. We laugh about it. We laugh about it in, in, in talks. That these black men are being raped in jail. But when a woman gets touched in a women's jail, everybody got to stop. And all hell breaks loose. But when it comes to men, a man could get beat up by a woman in front of other men and other men would laugh. But if a man hit a woman, everybody, no, don't put your hand on her. She a woman. She a female, man. Don't put your hand on her. Like that's the lack of this respect that they have for black men, for men. Period. Because I feel like men, we are on a low podium, like right here, we are very low, and women are way up here. So it's like a woman can't do nothing wrong. My mom always told me, my doctor mom, she was always very, made me very conscious of women and respectable of women. But my mom always told me, if you walk away and she put her hands on you again. She deserves what she get. I'm sorry. Because as a woman, you know, you know you cannot be the man. You know that. If a man is walking away, the man is saying, let me go. Let's let me go. Let me, let me get myself together. And you still, you're a bitch. Get in front of him. I had a girl get in front of me. And actually, after I'm walking out the door, wouldn't even let me let leave out the door, y'all. Wouldn't even let me leave out the door because she wanted to continue that argument. I slept on the sofa. She woke me up with hot water. Because I slept on the sofa. Because I didn't want to argue. And I had to leave her. But that's that's the lack of disrespect that they have for black men. Um, going into these games right quick. Let's talk about these games. And then we're going to get into more topics about the jail. And the aspect of jail. Um, the first game on the docket we had was... Uh Tennessee, I mean, first couple of games we had on the docket was the Buffalo Bills and Texas yesterday. I know I didn't do it. I'm um, on that yesterday. But Texas won the game, beating the Bills 19-22. Tennessee in the big game of the week was Patriots for the first time in a long time. The Patriots are not in the championship game. That is insane. End of the dynasty.
1: End of the dynasty.
0: End of the dynasty. A lot of people believe, or oh, oh, as we know it, as yeah, right, as we know it. A lot of people believe that, and that's crazy. That this man has been in championships for the last ten years. He's not in there, man. Um, man, this nigga need to go play with his kids, man. right?
1: Like he got, got too a much for last wife, man. Get that shit up, man. Man, how many Super Bowls you gotta win before you gotta? Hey, Man, you you're like the fucking greatest of all time. Come on now, he, you're like the greatest.
0: He needs to do this now before he wind up not being able to do it like Brad Farr at the end of his career. He was so fucked up he couldn't do anything no more. He he got his kids growing up, man. You need to enjoy your loins and just go. Come on, man. Just let go it go, do Tom Brady. Huh?
1: Let this shit go
0: for real. Oh, uh, I feel the same way about this other character that we about to talk about tonight. We had a game with the Vikings and the New
1: Orleans Saints. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tragedy, tragedy. But you must know, this is what being a Saints fan has been like forever and ever, okay? I mean, and I'm like I said, I'm, I'm an older person, mm-hmm. and I've seen these people catch heart attacks in the dome, mm-hmm. all right? And we wasn't winning 13 games a year, mm-hmm. okay? It, 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 the times have been so good. And I think people have become so accustomed to this. Mm-hmm. But, like, as the old saying goes, at the end of the day, this is what it's like to be a Saints fan. Mm-hmm. I think people are just getting their taste of it. I'm sorry. It's unfortunate mm-hmm. that it's got to come down to these refs and all this controversy. And, you know, it's it's, it's unfortunate. It's I really feel for... All Saints fans and the people of New Orleans and the people everywhere. Because the Saints are supported everywhere by so many people. Right. It's, it's so, it's just, it's, it's a bitter, bitter, bitter way to end it. I just wish Drew Brees, I wish him all the best. And, mm-hmm. and. but I don't know how long, is. you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Hey, they won 13 games. It's a 13-win team. Right. Lord have mercy. It's it's, it's painful. And, and I just feel... Please no nobody go jump off no bridge, <clears throat> go kick their dog, beat their <laughs> wife, none of this bullshit, throw the fucking TV down, break the damn flat screen, all this YouTube uh, shit that's people doing, jumping over, right? fucking, fucking over, <laughs> jumping over all fucking tables and shit. Right, right, right. Don't uh, do it. Just, just, you know what I'm saying? Understand it, okay? <laughs> I had a bad day too. I lost a whole lot of fucking money today. Right. But I'm still here. I picked myself up. I have to go back and work in the fucking jail. So that's double for me. I this was this was like something that I was holding on to for hope. I have no hope now except just to carry on. So that speaking of that, losing a
0: lot of money. But before we get to that in this game, man, the game I'm not I'm not like every other Saints fan. I love the Saints. The Saints have been my team since I can remember. Um, I have three favorite teams. Y'all all know who they are, but for for the for this video, I will say who they are. My favorite three teams, Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even though I know I shouldn't because that's a rivalry, but I love Buccaneers. And my other favorite team is the Green Bay Packers. The reason why I'm a Green Bay Packer fan, short, I am originally from Boston. My grandpa played for, for Green Bay a long, long time ago before I was born. That's why. And I'm originally from Boston. The reason I'm a Tampa Bay fan is the first reason. Reason why I love football because the reason I started playing football is because of Warren Samp. He came to my school when I was a kid and got me inspired to play football. That was the reason why I fell in love with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then the Saints home team. You know, I've been with, I've been in New Orleans since I was six years old. So, but I always go back to Boston. So I gotta stay with two of my home teams. That's why I love those teams. But in this game, man, the game was an awesome game. I'm um, pissed off that, that Teddy did not get a chance to play. I'm pissed off that Taysom Hill run was for nothing, my dog. Taysom Hill is one of the best quarterbacks the Saints have had, and they use this man on every fucking way. He's everywhere on the fucking field, everywhere. And he need not let that man shine at the end. Drew Brees, bro. I'm sorry, but your time is up, my nigga. Let these young kids do what they do, bro. Come on, Brees, bro. You could at least say, "Sean, man, let let Jason Hill. He just passed 50 yards. This man threw 50 fucking yards. get ran for 50 yards. It's not the pocket quarterback no more. That's not that's not what it is no more. It's." The world of running, and if you are not fast, you are not gonna make it in this lead anymore. So man, I I just think that was a waste, a wasted performance. That the Saints could have not had to do anything. Diggs, they top receiver, they top receiver. Diggs only was only got two fucking touches in this game, two touches. That's he insane. Enough.
1: He cried enough.
0: He cried enough. He he he, 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 he was on the sideline like, bitch, if I don't get the ball, I'm telling you. That nigga was... He <laughs> cried enough. <laughs> he cried enough. He was
1: funny as shit, bro. Yeah, but I just want to say thank you, Drew Brees, for all the smiles and all the records and uh, all the good things, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's so much, you know, it, it's, it hurts. It's terrible. But it's so many good things. And I think these quarterbacks, man, they they hang on and they hang on. Right. I want to know what was wrong with his hand. Maybe his hand was all messed up. I'm not sure. I just want to know, man. It's it's Brady is just don't want to quit. Breeze don't want to quit. They trying to break the fucking records. He trying to break the fucking (laughs) records. Man, I mean, come on now. Y'all got to fucking, come on now. You know
0: what it was? My uncle called me. My uncle said, Breeze's hand never really healed really completely. And I know my uncle know this for the fact cuz my uncle goes to every practices. He used to work in the Superdome and he's a lifetime um he got a hall of fame, he got inducted to the Saints Hall of Fame cuz he worked there for so long. He had a ch- This man has a championship ring at his house. From the Saints. Because they won the same year he worked there. And he retired the next year. So he goes to every practices. He goes to every fucking game. He got season tickets. He knows. He told me. He sits right He sits right there by the quarterback bench. on At the practices in the Metairie. And he said Drew Brees has not really healed. And I really feel like he rushed to get out there. And I feel like he was looking like. Damn. Um, Teddy doing good. Teddy going to take my spot. I got to get back out there. And everybody, man, I I just want to say right now, as a Saints fan, if y'all don't give Teddy Bridgewater a fucking mother contract, something is wrong with y'all. There's no other fucking quarterback right now up for grabs. Don't let this man leave, bro. And the way y'all fucked with him, I wouldn't stay if I was him. I would stay for some money. Him ain't chasing hell. They bust their ass for this team, bro. They really did. This man was running, tackling, blocking. He's a quarterback, passing, receiving. This man was all over the fucking field, man. They need to, they need to give this man his money. How do you feel about that?
1: Listen, I just want to say, Andrews Pete, um, you need to find something else to do. Right. And I know you're a big-ass motherfucker, and you probably could kill me right now. But, <laughs> I mean, some people just ain't good at their jobs. Right. He's <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. You know, it's man that guy abused him all freaking day. So, so I mean Teddy, I mean you know, and 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 Teddy, he, he's come back from like from like his leg almost falling the fuck off. Right. So that in itself is a miracle for him to be making seven million. And you know, I definitely think you know it was a it was a great 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 choice he made by mm-hmm. not going to the Dolphins and coming here in revitalizing his career, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think, you know, it's going to be a tough choice because you also got to keep, you know, you also want to keep Taysom Hill. You want to keep him. Mm -hmm. So, so I don't know if enough money is there to where you have to pay them both, but, Mm -hmm. but wherever Teddy goes, I wish him the best. And I wish the best of luck to him because he's a great individual, a great man. Most definitely. Um. So most definitely. um like
0: I said, man. Congratulations to the Saints from getting this far. Um, like we always say, next better like next year. Yeah. Uh, I'm just. I'm pissed off personally because this season to me went by so fast. I don't like nothing but sports. I I love basketball, but I don't really like it like that. I like. When football go off TV, I would be like, man, it's nothing to watch on TV no more. So you're like I would, with the Pelicans. Like really, like I mean, I'm not a Pelicans fan yeah. per se. I'm yeah. a Boston Celtics fan. Okay. Um, I don't really fuck with the Pelicans. They all right, but um, you know, I don't really fuck with them like that. Um, Celtics won like the title like
1: 55 freaking times.
0: Shit. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and we try to get another one this year. Come on, man. Let's go, y'all. We need to get it. I, they won last night anyone that uh us the other day uh, uh let's talk about this jail man uh I had got some numbers, some people sent me some numbers in Louisiana jails. we have approximately sixty four parishes around the area of Louisiana, and we have about uh one hundred and thirty two jails, including adult detentions facilities including minor facilities, and we have approximately possibly 30,095 hundred inmates in those facilities around the United States, I mean, around uh, uh, Louisiana, and um, I didn't notice, but Angola is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, prison jails in the world, I didn't even know that, but I wanted to ask you, why do you think we have so many inmates in these jails and what can we do to correct uh, the behavior? Because when I looked at 90 Days In and I looked and I started seeing one of the the participants asked, maybe if you start giving these people in your jail better things to do, you you, you take their break time away from them when somebody acts up and then you wonder why they act up. They want to riot. You take their rec time away. You keep them in their and they, and they pods for such amount of time. And they want to get like an hour outside or whatever. That builds your head up because you feel like I don't, I'm not going to even never get out this bitch. And then it should be like I tell my brother. It should be things that you should do locked up to keep your mind out of stuff. You know, get them some trades, man. Let them learn how to do certain things. Get their GED. A lot of people in the in the um jail in Atlanta didn't even know that that jail offered GED. So you gotta you gotta be able to tell your inmates and teach your inmates what they can do locked up because a I do mind. is a fucked up thing to have. And if they all all they do is walk around each other all day, that's a lot of men around each other. People that don't like each other, they met on the street and they got in trouble and they in the same pod, Is just a bad, bad place. How do you feel, what do you feel like the jails can do to correct the behavior
1: so men won't keep going back? Well, basically, I just want to clarify um, there is a difference between the parish jail, the pretrial jail, and the correctional facilities. Mm-hmm. So um, It's a difference, but at the end of the day, was was being established is that, you know, it's a business, mm-hmm. and there's money involved. Mm-hmm. You understand the the money from from the phones to the the commissary, mm-hmm. you know, for you know people you know bringing money in and this and that. It's it's being treated as a business, mm-hmm. okay. And mm-hmm. I I've tried to tell these guys, man, listen, this is man. It's making money off you guys, but it's it's a lot of recid. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Recidivism or whatever that word is, meaning people keep coming back over and over. Revolving and over. though, it's just a revolving mm-hmm. door, you know. And and I just think that there needs to be, you know, more to to help the the, the COs for safety wise. And the inmates in there mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people might say, Well, you know what? Hey, hey, I don't, you know, hey, you know, I don't give a fuck about these people because you know, hey, committing crimes and blah 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 and rapists and all this other crap. And you know, I understand that, mm-hmm. you know, I understand the anger, I understand the anger. Mm-hmm. But when me working there, you know, with these guys, I cannot play guard, mm-hmm. you know, because only God is gonna be the ultimate judge of what's. Happens in the end, you know. I provide care, custody, and control, mm-hmm. and you know, as, as a as, you know, it is hard to 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 give order mm-hmm. to people that have no structure that, that hasn't been been around or gotten structure. Right. So the problem is, I think when people get hired on, I think some people coming in not knowing what to expect. Okay. For some CEOs Mm-hmm. And not knowing what to expect when you step into that jail, because mm-hmm. once you step in between that wall, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, you gotta you gotta know what you're doing, right? And you gotta know how to deal with people, because those inmates will read you, mm-hmm. okay? They'll read you, and if you fake, hey, if you fake, and you can't change your, you can't change what you do, right? You gotta stand on what you're doing. If you fake, they gonna call you out as being fake. You know what I'm saying? If they know that you actually care, right? Then then you have a chance to to have some order. And my my style, mm-hmm. hey, I'm I'm not I'm not what you call a hard ass. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not I'm not going to go out and try to hate nobody or try to make people's lives miserable. I just try to as long as these guys know that mm-hmm. you provide and care for them and that you actually are trying to help them. Mm-hmm. That's that's your whole battle one right there. Right. And you're gonna have days where you gonna have these big niggas that's gonna come in there and I don't wanna use the word nigga, I apologize. Right. But you gonna have these big motherfuckers that's mm-hmm. coming in there and they're gonna be like, damn, you know, this is gonna be a hard day because he gets to going. I don't know what's gonna happen. Right. But, but it's 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 it needs to be more, you know, more more I don't know, what what can i say its it needs to be more more attention Ten. brought to it more Cause, attention because I it. see people getting thrown in mm-hmm. i see people getting thrown in uh um isolation like basically like a i'm gonna say a cage right but because you know it's go it's gonna piss a lot of people off uh but basically when you lock a man up with with not no help you mm-hmm. will turn them into animal, right? You know, and, and you know, I'm I'm agree with what you're saying. There's a lot more that needs to be done while we got them there, okay? Mm-hmm. Education, just you know, just small things, because these guys is lacking that, you know. And just what you said, you can take away, you know, the outside, and that outside time means a lot, right? I mean, it just means a whole lot to where if you can like, if you can get a man out there. You know, out in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and we can just do our jobs and let them go outside for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it 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 means a lot. Okay, it means a lot. Like my brother called home. I was my brother that called several times while we
0: doing the show. And he's locked up right now. But I have to I have to uh, ignore his calls because we are live. Um, but he's locked up and he had us call. He had us call the jail in Texas. In jail in Texas, I don't know how it is, I'm going to ask you about that, but out out there in Texas, they don't get paid. I know when my uncle was locked up in Angola, he was working in a he was working in a cafeteria in the chow hall. He was getting like 10, 15 cents per hour or whatever. It wasn't shit. But when he got out of jail, he had a little bit of money left up or whatever. And that went towards his uh, restitution fees to- <laughs> paid and shit, and he went towards some other shit, That he had a little bit of money, because he was locked up for like 10 years, had a little bit of money once he got out to start his life over, Um, out there, they don't get paid nothing, and my brother was like, man, they not even letting me, like, I'm a trustee, but because my uh, trustee inmate had weed on him when he had a visit, they put me in my trustee, the other trustee that I worked with into said, and I was like, damn, why they put you in solitary? And I was like, man, because they found weed in my cell or whatever. And I told him it wasn't mine. And, um, the guy worked out a deal with the guard and the other dude worked out a deal with the guard and said it was my brothers. And he wound up back in the cell. as a trustee. So we had to call and call. And we, you know, we send letters and shit and he finally put my brother back in trustee place in the trustee thing and put the other guy back over there but now they fucking with my brother now like they not sending like the mail that we sent him they we sent them book cards for christmas he didn't get them um so now we have to go up there and figure out what's going on with that because they saying that the shit was lost and all it's like it's like a lot of shit going on um when he gets calls they'll come he'll get on the phone be on it for like five minutes and they'll say count time and then he'll get off the phone and he'll be like what happened? Y'all had to count? No, we ain't had no damn count time. They made me get off the phone for no reason. Like, they fucking with them. And they know it's like five minutes before the phones go off. So it's like, man, it's, it's kind of crazy. Why do you think the jails? why you think some of these jails, uh, COs have a hard time with the inmates? Um, and, uh, is it anything that a, a guard can do to handle himself better so it won't be any tension towards the inmate and the guard?
1: Well, um, for for what I know, it's not really. It's really not hard to. It's it's a it's a hard job, but it's not a hard job Mm -hmm. to get to. Okay, and once you get the job, it it it's it's, it is some form of training. Mm -hmm. It is some form of training that you go to. Is it a school that you go to for a couple of weeks? Right. You know that'll teach you the basics of a working in this in, in any facility right but basically you know it's it's all up to the individual mm-hmm. it's what you have in your heart what you have in your mind that's what's basically what's going what's gonna get you through everything right now if if you know you got some people that's just as fucked up mm-hmm. that's working in a lot of these places as the people that's Locked up, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm gonna say some people really don't give a fuck. And that's that's working, right? Some people, you know, they they go on a job and they don't care, or they might say, you know what, fuck these people, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and this and that. That 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 leads to a whole bunch of problems. That's right. why you always read about, you know, drugs getting in, or like or like this CEO gave, you know, bought so much drugs in. Or had sex with the inmates, or, or you know book. you know it's a lot of it's a lot of bad things. You know what I'm saying. Speaking
0: it, of that, not to cut y'all. Yeah. Speaking of that, I'm gonna let you go back to your topic to that that part. Uh Speaking of that, they had a, I don't know if y'all know about the one of the leaders of the Black Mafia family. It's just funny that he said that the Black Mafia family. I, I can't think of his name right now, but he has. He has infected, ladies and gentlemen, this is news. He has infected 80 female correctional officers, 80 with HIV, while he's locked up. He's actually impregnated five COs who's locked up, and they're all females, of course, and they all had a baby by him, and they all are raising his kids. Hmm. Sneaking his man drugs in, sneaking his man phones in, he has basically started a black mafia family inside of jail all over again. He was getting people hit, he was getting people killed on the streets. Yeah, but you can go back to yours.
1: that. The, um, just for what you just said, mm-hmm. as a lot of these uh, these men that are locked up, mm-hmm. they can feed they can feed your egos mm-hmm. when you walk in there, man. They can make you feel like. The best person in the whole wide world, they can really like. They can really like. Um, I, I call it masturbate your mind. Right. <laughs> these niggas can tell you anything, and 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 they'll read you and, and tell you anything. And it's the same with these females. Right. I mean, if this if these dudes been locked up, these women walk in there and and it's like, man, they go from being they might be a, a three or a four, they mm-hmm. might go from a three or four to being a fucking ten. Right. All right that's a lot of the problem right there, man. He's giving, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's a, they, they love, you know, they love that attention.
0: Right, when you, you know. don't have that outside of the world and you out and you walk in the work and clock in, they got boo men trying to holler at you. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, it,
1: it just goes back to, to when you take that job, it's, it's a lot right. that you have to understand and be aware of and it's a lot of, they, they, these guys will, or, 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 or con artists, mm-hmm. okay? And they'll sweet talk you and make you feel like to, you know, and I will say this, I've seen people like have bad days mm-hmm. and, and, and go through things in their life. Mm-hmm. And these men will, 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 will persuade or try to persuade you. Mm-hmm. Bring this in jail, man, you know. I'm a real nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm 100%. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Man, ain't nobody gonna know nothing about this, Man. I got people on the outside, bro, you know, kick you, kick you some money, you know, mm. man, just just this one time, and, 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 and it's all over with. Once you do that, you're fucked, mm. okay? They have got you, mm. and there's no amount of money, there's no amount of money that you could get outside on the street that's where you get locked up, because it never, never ends, it mm. never ends well. Have I,
0: anybody came to you with that proposal?
1: if you ever work in any facility mm-hmm. if you ever take a job in any facility you will get bribed you mm-hmm. will get that question asked okay you will get that question asked the minute the minute you you, you <laughs> go about and and you acquiesce them or you say yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. I'm with that you know I'm going that's it right <clears throat> you're done right you right. gotta make that you, you got to make that choice you want to be I don't want to be locked up with them. I don't want to right. ever, you know what I'm saying? That's the best scab straight that you could ever give me. You know, it's, it's, it's working there because you can see that. Okay, as far as these women, mm-hmm. is their attention? The you know, is their attention the is having that man mm-hmm. that's that's right there? That that you know maybe you know maybe I could mold this nigga into something or right. maybe I can make him the man that I want to be. And this and that—it's just that that environment right. that just leads to that. And it's a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of madness. You know, like I said, I'm not here to throw anybody under the bus, but I've seen a lot of madness at at another facility where I worked. That I've seen, mm-hmm. I've seen this shit happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and when 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 women start throwing pussy around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like throwing a fucking bomb. Right, because <laughs> a lot of niggas is go is gonna be jealous. Is gonna throw a lot of shit off. Right, and pussy throw a lot of shit off in the jail. The lack of it, the lack of it in in everything else is mm-hmm. terrible. Mm. It's
0: terrible. Um, he's not lying on that because. I think bribery is around the world, man. It's just universal. When I was working as a uh, manager at Applebee's, I'd have people come women come bribe me for extra hours and give me some pussy. You know, I'd give you some hair or I'd clean your house up or whatever, shit like that. You know, I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then, and then the moment you tell them, yeah, they got you. Because now you can't you can't, you can't stop giving it to me because the moment you stop or the moment you stop doing what I want you to do, Uh, he he got some pussy from me. Oh, when when y'all text, oh yeah, I got text too. He been texting me. Then you fucked. Um, and I fell on that because um, my brother said um, not I don't know if somebody gonna see this that he's fucking with, but somebody because y'all don't already know me. But my brother said a guy, a friend of his, who was locked up, got a guard in jail to do it, and he had him right then and there, and then he was on the pussy for one time. And then he came back and got the guard to do it more and more. And then when the guard was like, I can't do this no more. They catching on to it. He wound up getting caught. The guard wound up getting caught. And now the guard is locked up where they are. Like in the same, same not same facility, but in the same fucking jail. I think, I think that's really crazy that a lot of people do this.
1: Once they get you, they get you. Mm-hmm. That is it. Once you do it, once you do it the first time, mm-hmm. that is it. There is no... There's no going back. I don't care how solid a man is. Mm-hmm. No, it's no going back. You know, it's it's no going back. As, as and as far as like the the the, the topic of sex, mm-hmm. it, it works just like with 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 females that are locked up too. Man. Mm-hmm. These do you know these females, man? It's it's like you know you go from you go from from all that attention mm-hmm. and and it, it's a lot of them um, it's a lot of issues as far as like with social media. Mm-hmm. The women they might get out. Mm-hmm. And you know, they might look for you. Right. And and hey, you know, I'm out now. Right. Hey, you know what I'm saying or you know, a lot of a, a lot of the men will be like, "Okay, well, you know, okay, I see a woman that's that's you know, maybe she 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 might be desperate or mm-hmm. she might be looking for money or you know what I'm saying?" Mhm. Wounded animal, you know, right, so just, yeah. just, you know, that wounded animal shit, you mm-hmm. know, okay, yeah, she ain't, she ain't working with much right now, She you know, she ain't got no other choice, you know, let me go fuck with her, mm-hmm. you know, see what she can do, you know, it's it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of temptations out there, it's a lot of just sins and temptations out there, man.
0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to our first break right quick, our first break, and then we're going to be right back with another Part of the show. Give me one second. Right. So i of can hear I can't I can't see see this. This. So, um, we have fifty-one minutes right now. So once we finish, which uh, we'll do an hour, ten minutes or so, All right. All right. and then once we finish the show, um, we get topic. And if you want if you wanna talk about any more topics or like any other issues we wanna talk about, we can talk about them. Um, and then once the show is with, I go ahead and send you the link. I send you the, I send you the link, and I send you the stuff that you need, the posts into social media, and then I'm gonna clean them up. I'm gonna clean it up and then I'm gonna send it to you. Um, but uh, on my side, I got people that's listening. They're saying they like you, they like you the way you talk and They can hear you. Uh, a lot of people saying that uh, one. Of, I got a co is on here that say that she's a co in California and she deals with the same issues. She wanted you to talk about. so she wants you to talk about the fact that when you try to do your job, your boss is like the the ward come down on you if you try to do your job or try to help somebody she said she had a issue when she was talking with she was helping an inmate who came in who didn't have any commissary and she was giving him extra soaps and stuff she got in trouble for that so she wanted to know do you deal with that when it comes to you? so we can talk about that and then she wanted to know um she said thank you for the fight thank you for keeping doing the fight she has hard stories and stuff too she had to watch, she had to watch back and see a guard uh, get stabbed get shanked last year and she wanted to know do you do you see that a lot and when it comes to the fights uh, a young lady said why do y'all sit there and let the young why y'all sit there and let the inmates fight instead of stopping we can talk, we can talk about all that too that's my brother oh, rap. Okay. The one that's locked yeah. up. stupid. Yeah. He got too much talent I've been there. I've seen a lot of there
1: right We got another story to talk about that too. Yeah. <laughs> I never
0: he be able to locked up. I saw I'm still the I'm to the song. Today. All right. I never thought of love. I'm, I'm still in the standing heart hell. It wasn't the right I say never, ever, ever, ever. Never again, never again. It wasn't the right I say never, ever, ever, ever.
1: Never again, never again. I never be able
0: Oh, I never in love again. Uh, I again. I fall in love again. And the song is called NBA in a NFL NBA. Never fall in love. Never be broke again. I'm like, this dude is so talented. And he, he used to rap with P with Master P now. Uh he got signed to P at fourteen. But he didn't know about no contract, he didn't know about no money, so Pete fucked him. Um, the person who signed them wasn't Pete, but whoever signed them that they they fucked him out of his money, so he didn't really get the money for it, and he had just got signed to a label in Texas, and he started doing cocaine and heroin, and then he started robbing, bro, and um, they gave him like a $100,000 bonus, and he had to pay all that shit back, he had to give it back to him. But he real talented and I I just every time I talk to him it's like it pisses me off cuz you you're too talented to be where you at man. A lot of people <laughs> stuck in
1: Too
0: talented, Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with the second part of the show, second part of the show. We're going to talk about a couple of issues before we get to the end of the show. And at that point, I let him go ahead and give his thanks on, you know, about the show. This is his first experience on our show. Uh, Thank you to everybody who's joining in. We have 140 people that's joined in on YouTube. We have 110 people that's logged in on Anchor. And we have 110 people that's logged in on Facebook. So we got a total of three something who's watching that's been stable. Uh, So that's pretty good. And we're going to put this on all five of our phases of the platforms, YouTube, and so forth and so forth, once I edit and everything. Um, Like I said, man, this might be a regular show between me and him. Um, I wanted my wife to join, but but she was sick, so I wanted her to join in on the topic because she has a lot of insight on stuff like this as well, and I want to educate her on what a lot of men go through being locked up. So I thought it would have been really good for her to come in and, and talk to us be on the show but maybe next time um let's go ahead and get straight to him and let's get into this topic about why some guards stand by and let the inmates fight have you saw that before have you had to do that before
1: like what's the deal why guards don't help out well me personally i I mean i've seen a my fair share of fights but i've never been one to sit back and let mm-hmm. them fight. Mm-hmm. You have to make an effort to to control them mm-hmm. somehow. I mean, if 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 you're if you're watching them fight, mm-hmm. you know, if you are purposely watching them fight, then you're not you're not doing your job, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, maybe I think maybe sometimes maybe for a, from a safety standpoint, mm-hmm. are you waiting for for help to arrive? But you know, under no circumstances have I ever sat back. Mm-hmm. and just let two people and uh, let two people fight you know there's it, a lot of lawsuits mm-hmm. I mean there's a lot of lawsuits that can come about if somebody get get their face busted or somebody gets hurt you have to make an effort to do your job you have to have mm-hmm. you have to have a you know everybody's human but at the end of the day you know you are getting paid <laughs> to mm-hmm. maintain order. And you have to do it by any means. Any facilities, you know, and and does anybody really know what's going on in the facilities? Right. I mean, it's it's just, you know, nobody knows. Right. The inmates know, the CEO knows, God knows. Mm-hmm. It's so much, it's so much that goes on there that's that that the public can't see. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, and ain't no TV show, ain't no no TV show, no, right. no anything, can replace when you walk in there and you smell that place and you're around this place. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's unfortunate that, that, you know, you know the the, the fights. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate, but myself, you gotta go in there, and you gotta bust it up. You know. I have a question when it comes to that because,
0: um, on I have I was locked up in currency in uh juvenile hall and um they had a they had a guard who um they had some guys that wanted to jump me cuz I was with this guy that we went in on and uh they had a guard who she basically stopped the fight the next day we walked in I mean we got out of our cell and it was like man I was going to chow and I was like, "Man, where Miss Baker at? Miss Baker here cuz she used to bring me, you know, she used to bring us cookies and stuff." I said, "Where Miss Baker at?" Um, oh, Miss Baker got fired the CEO said. I'm like, "Huh?" Said, yeah, Baker got fired, Baker gone. I was like, "What?" And I was like, "What what happened?" And he was like, "I can't tell y'all. I'm not supposed to be telling y'all, but when y'all had that fight the other day, she broke it up." I'm like, "So she got fired from breaking up the fight?" He's like, yeah, she's not supposed to put herself in harm's way if nobody's back there. But they were trying to... They was like, they was going to stab my friend. Like, they was going to stab him. And they had a, a homemade shank they made in there and everything. I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, they wanted a kid to die? That's what you're telling me? And then the, the the ward never came in and said anything about it. He never apologized for the little kid, the little kid. They wound up shanking the little kid the next day. And I had to sit there and watch them shank him because I was in my cell... Locked down when they did it. And I couldn't get out. And I couldn't help the LaBoy And he, he was a little bit younger than me. A little bit smaller than me. And they they killed the LaBoy man. And the LeBoy was already serving. He wasn't even supposed to be on that pod. He was already serving Jew and our Life. For a, 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 a murder. And my understanding was he wasn't even supposed to be in that same facility with us. But he was there. And he killed another little boy. And he's still locked up to this day. That's been since I was like, what, 13 I'm 31. He's still locked up. He's been in and out, in and out of jail. When he got out of jail at 21, he was supposed to go back to jail and re- do a remaining time. And then by him killing an the inmate, they said it was going to be more time. He got out. They gave him a chance. He got out. And then he's back in jail. He beat up his girlfriend and put her in a coma. So it's like, man, like a lot of these young men are, are, I talk about on my YouTube channel. I talk about. The, the the effect of a father not being there. And uh, like I said, man, I learned, I educated myself on it because I got really, I got embarrassed. Let's just put it like that. I got embarrassed around my white friends. I used to work in Lafayette, Louisiana. And anybody who knows anything about Lafayette, there's a lot of white people out there. And I was working at Applebee's. I was a manager. And I had got the promotion. We were all, let me tell you for the first time too, we were all out there. Having drinks, and I got so embarrassed. They were talking about Black Wall Street. I was like, "Black Wall Street? What the fuck is that?" And they all looked at me. They all white now. All of them white. I'm the only black person that worked there. They all looked at me. All the women and men. They all looked at me. The bartender stopped the music and everything. It's like a moment. And they all looked back and they started laughing. The only black man in this fucking restaurant do not know about Black Wall Street. I'm like, what the fuck is Black Wall Street? What y'all laughing for? What the fuck? I wanted to fight. Like, I was I was like, what the fuck y'all laughing for? I went home. I went to work. I opened the store. My, my the manager was sitting there looking like... I walked in, I said... He said, yeah, bro. He said, we got the... I said... That was... And I was pissed off that I found out what Black Wall Street was. Wow. And I was like, that's fucked up, bro. Like, I'm the only black, because nobody educated me about that in New Orleans. We didn't know. Like, we brain shit. We had a whole city that was straight for blacks. And they burnt our shit down, bro. And you have to educate yourself. That's why I educate myself on this. Because I didn't know about prison reform. I didn't know what was going on in jail. And then I started watching the show. And then I actually uh, did my uh, volunteer work at a jail in New Orleans. And I saw what was really going on in them. And I understand these COs have a hard time, bro. I used to be like, fuck, man. Fuck the COs. They don't do they don't do their damn job. But they go through a lot, man. They got people threatening their families. If you don't, put, you don't bring this phone in there, I got somebody that's going to kill your family. You know? Or they can find out where the guard live at. You know? And have somebody tell them the guard. Like, when the guard leave, they go through a lot. And for him to be sitting in here, man... As a CO, how long
1: have you been doing it? Well, I've been I've been doing this for almost ten years. Ten years. For almost ten years. Almost I've, been, ten. I've been in different um mm-hmm. different places. Okay, so I've been been through here and there. I'm not even counting the little stops in between. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been at this facility for a, a nice little piece. But um you you walk a fine line. I'm telling you, you walk a really fine line with that job. I mean, you just like basically These people know who you are, okay? They know where you live, and you don't have to tell them where you live, okay? They know your family. They know all of the aspects of your life. I have military experience. I was in the Navy, Mm -hmm. okay? I was at one facility, and basically I had one of the the punks came up to me and Mm -hmm. was like, oh, my God. Oh, I heard you was a Navy man. Uh, and I'm, like, I'm like, how the fuck? Uh, like, how the, how the, the fuck, fuck you found that out? How the fuck did you find <laughs> this shit out? And I've only been there like a couple of days. Right. Like, well, word travels. We <laughs> have ways,
0: we had ways
1: of, of, of finding out what's going on with wow. you, Mr. Oh. Navy man. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, this, these people <laughs> like know everything Wow, everything about you, man. And you can be, you can be enjoying your time off and, right and you're gonna run into somebody that's that's in the store man and it's mm-hmm. like man hey man you know and that goes back to that's go back to how you do your job mm-hmm. okay if you do your job and you 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 you, you do it the best of your abilities mm-hmm. then they can't say nothing bad about you. You know I, I I have I have really I have not a lot of um bad things that people can say about me right? because these guys know that I try to help them
0: mm-hmm. but
1: you walk a fine line between helping them and them using you right? And that's the line that you have to that's the line that you have to walk you gotta know how to walk it and you gotta know how to talk it you know what I
0: mean when it comes to that when it comes to that uh, with the, what you say they find out where you stay at so recently my brother um, I didn't know what it was he kept talking about a kitty. I was like, what the fuck is a kitty? And I found out what the kitty is. A kitty is basically a sack where they put their snacks and their zuzus or whatever the fuck they got. And you bet on football games or you bet on a basketball game. It's gambling. And they put it in that one sack and they give it to the pod boss or the, the cell boss. And that person holds all the stuff there. So anytime a, a loss or... Something happens, you're supposed to distribute everybody in the cell or whatever. And my brother um, lost some stuff. And he was supposed to send the guy um, with my mom money. My mom would send my brother $100 every month. And he was supposed to give the guy some of his money uh, from losing the football game, the bet. And my mom, my, adopt- my, my biological mom, I'm sorry, has been on crack since I was a kid. She still is. She smoked all her money up. Didn't send it to him, and then that week, the dude called me, was like, um, yeah, your brother told me that you was going to pay the bed off, that your mama was going to pay the bed off, but your mama didn't do it, and uh, I have a friend of mine who's knocking on your door, and I was like, huh? So like, yeah, I have a friend of mine that was knocking on your door, and he's going to uh, be there in about five minutes. I'm still in New Orleans. I'm like, okay, uh, who the fuck is this? Man, knock on the door. Yeah, man, you locked your brother your brother's Parker. He locked out my brother. Yeah, hey, your brother said you were supposed to pay the bet off. I was like, nah, I don't got no money right now, bro. I don't get paid until tomorrow. Well, I, I'll be back tomorrow. Huh? I'm like, how the fuck this dude found out where I stay at? And I'm like, did my brother tell him? I get on the phone with my brother. I said, man, you told this nigga where I stay at? No. And the dude, my brother was like, ask the dude. i like, how the fuck you found out where my brother stay at? Well, we looked on his Facebook and saw all a picture together. And we looked on his address and they said his address was on that. I so, said, niggas, Google me.
1: Yeah. It's social media. It's it's uh anything, man. It's anything.
0: It's crazy because my this shit is it's scary because man I was in the thinks that he came home, good thing I was off. 'Cause if if he would have came and I had the money, my wife was dead by herself. She's so fucking feral or whatever, she would have been like I don't know, she would've she would've defended herself, trust me, she would've defended herself, but it would it would have it, it I don't know, it would've been it would've been good. And um that that's just, that's just a small story man that these guards go through a lot and they be uh they got a lot a lot of flat and i think that they do an awesome job in some places but a lot of these guards are not trained properly we're going to speak on that as well um, a ceo has asked to x ask you have you experienced anyone getting shanked or stabbed on a job and if so how did you handle the Issue and what could you, what could y'all have to do better to solve it? Because we try to do shakedowns once a week, twice twice a week, maybe sometimes three times a week, and they wind up still having contraband in their How many times y'all do contra- uh, shakedowns?
1: I mean, it's a periodic shakedown. Mm-hmm. You know, you know at least once or twice. You know, maybe even three or four times a week. Mm-hmm. You know, it 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 all depends. You know, I mean. You know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to just, you know, be predictable mm-hmm. in what you do. Right. But that all goes back to, that all goes back to the people that you hire. Because mm-hmm. everybody has to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. You just said, well, we we, we we do the shakedown and we come back and they still getting the same things in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest problem we have with the hiring process. Everybody has to be on the same. It's so hard to find. It's so hard to find a whole crew of people mm-hmm. that's actually on the same. That's actually on the same wavelength, on the same page. You know, because you want to get a young person that's coming in there, green and fresh. Mm-hmm. And and whenever I I see the people, I'm like, well, okay. Well, listen, this it's gonna be. You know, I gotta see how this. You know, because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I seen people get hurt, okay. I seen, I seen that, mm-hmm. you know. I seen niggas get, you know, with, with holes in their neck and leaking and stuff like that. I seen that more than what I, what uh-huh. I care to see. Right. But the thing people's got to realize is that it's it's no way, it's no way to to jail-proof jail. Right. You know, incidents are going to happen. Are going to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. man. I mean, incidents. Are going to happen, you know. We even with, with, you know, the things that you pass out. Mm-hmm. Even with the things that they have, you know. I seen, mm-hmm. I seen men, you know, make, make stuff with toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> so mm-hmm. even even toilet paper rolls, things of that nature. You yep. can't jail-proof jail. Yeah, the guy who jail. took jail the the
0: the roll of this, the roll of this. And and, and took it And did some type of shit Made some type of liquid or whatever With the gel products The uh, solution stuff to The bleach And he put it in a pan And the, this stuff has something in it I don't know what it is But when the guard walked by He threw it in the guard's face And fucked up the guard whole face man He got a third degree burn I don't know what it is in that but something mixed with the ink in this and something else that he put, it messed the guard face up. And uh, those guards go through a lot of that, man. It could be that
1: magic shave. Magic shave is a weapon. Yeah. Pissing magic shave is, a, is the most vile thing that I've seen. Wow. Okay? Pissing magic shave. Go through pissing the man's face, and the magic shave will burn the shit off your skin. So you, you go and you wipe the piss off, and you pulling the skin off. Wow. So, I mean, it's a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of vile shit that goes on. It, 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 and it's, you have to do, you have to do your job and trust right. that the person that's working with you, mm-hmm. you better hope that he ain't had a bad time with his wife or, right. you know, he ain't lost all his money betting on the fucking games and don't give a fuck no more. And, <laughs> and just, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a fine line that you walk being... Right in these facilities it's a fine line.
0: All right. Um oh, so we spoke on those. Um last question we have. Is it any way we can deter men from going back to prison? Is there any ideas you would like to offer up to your either your facility that you work at or your facility who watches this because um she said she has basically started a, uh, suggestion box for inmates and for the to COs for different things, and she has actually started, in what she's at, started young men getting in touch with lawyers to get out of jail. Um, she has got people. Um, damn, she has got people in touch with uh GD programs while they locked up. Um, She has five success stories of the men who got out of jail and are out of jail and doing good. Two of the men have their own business. Three other men started uh, working and have stable jobs. And she started seeing a a number of people coming back decrease more and more since she started this act. what, what What can we do to stop these men from coming back? Because when you look at it. It looks like, from the from from the outside looking in, that they have nothing to do but go back to jail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, I know it's a lot of it's a lot of things that goes with that because a lot of people like I, I watched this guy, on uh, ninety days in season three, say he was talking to the camera people, and it was like, how long you been here? And he said, I've been here two years. He said, "Yeah, people say this is my family. Say this is my home away from home." Mm. He was okay with saying that. People like he was really okay with saying that. And like, like what what makes a man feel like, damn, I'd rather go to jail than be, you know, on the streets? Well,
1: I've seen um, men that basically, you know, it's it's a uh, jail is a place they come to rest, right? Because there's nothing out there for them on the street. Right. okay I've seen men that that were homeless that really had had nothing and go to jail and eat and and sleep and rest and get away from from all that mm-hmm. You understand it's it's so many you know I I you know we we have to start with the with the younger right with the younger people if we can and we can save those people first mm-hmm. okay because I believe that you know child support that you know I mean We ain't, you know, men ain't, you know, child support is always a problem. You always have motherfuckers go to jail for that. You know, people ain't gonna stop drinking and driving. We can't get a hold of that, you know, the drugs, Mm -hmm. you know, we can't get, but we can get a hold of these young kids, you know, we can, we can try to save them. Okay. So the young people don't become older people that's in there that really have nothing. What type of uh, actions? Can we
0: a place for young kids to uh, to refrain them from going to jail? Because she said she's listening to you in life at the same time. She said, I'm listening to you. She said, but I have three friends who I have three female friends who are single. And I really don't hang around a lot of females who are single. I'm married and my mom always told me to hang around people who are like me. And I'm married and me and my husband talk to our parents and the, the friends that we have that's married don't even let their children um, talk about or listen to violent or watch violent stuff. But the three single women that I'm friends with, all sons have sons and all of them are in trouble because they don't have a father around. And she said, this goes back back to what you say about fathers not being in a household. It really, really is important. A woman can try to do, a woman can try to do everything she can to stop, but it's more, it's not like being a father. A father has that a uttered sound and that of verse that makes show, and they let this child know that he means business. Mom can try to say no, but they'll still go over the head. So she said, is there any way that we can do as parents to stop our children from going? And being an assistant.
1: Is there any way you can stop them?
0: Like, is it any, like, is it any, basically, act they can do? Because, I, like I said, sizing your kid today is basically, like, getting a case. Because once you size your kid, like, my sister, and I know she don't really beat our kids. My sister was whooping her kid because he said he called the little girl a bitch on the bus. Then he went back to school the next day. And he had, like, he was on the bus. And the bus driver was driving. He was standing up and he hit his head. And my my little nephew was white. He's mixed, black and white. So you know black and white kids bruise up fast. He had a little uh, bruise on his eye and he went to school. The nurse asked him what happened. He said his mom whooped him because that's what he remembered. His mom, my sister, has a case because they say she was physically abusing her child. But she was like, I whipped him because he called the female on the bus a bitch. And they didn't even care about that. They just cared that she whipped him. And he was like, the bus robber even said, yeah, that day he fell on the bus and hit his head. And they didn't take that into criticism at all. They basically still had her go do parenting classes. They had to come to her house, look at her house, make sure she had food. Like, what can a parent do? It's like the government wants them, basically, to be criminals. It's like the government wants them Want them to be a part of the system.
1: My thing is, where is our hero at? Mm-hmm. Okay? You know, where is our where is our black hero at? Mm. Okay? You understand? Where is that at? I see a lot of people running around here want to claim to be this and that. Who's going to be there for these kids? You know, who's going to teach them in school? Because first of all, I won't be controversial, but I mean, I don't give a fuck about George Washington, okay? Mm-hmm. And and I don't know what's being learned about history or or you know, mm-hmm. or where you come from, or, you know, or where you're going. All right, who's gonna be that hero? Somebody <clears throat> gotta step up and, and provide something for these kids, 'cause it's it's, mm-hmm. you know, something. You know what it is? You know you know what it is? What I what I think?
0: I think the heroes are a black mother to them. Think about this factor. And when I tell people this, they be like, yeah, you're right about that. Think about this factor. A black kid hero is a rapper, football player, basketball player, athlete. They are not expired to be anything. My best friend is a white guy. His favorite thing to be growing up and what he wanted to be was a doctor because his dad was a doctor. His mom was a lawyer. He came for money. He walked around like I was cocky, but he never showed that to people. He always came, respected my neighborhood. He never shit on my neighborhood. He had a million dollar house, but he never really talked like that to me. He never really talked around it to none of the people. He didn't shit down on people. I think it has a lot to do with the families that you come from and the people that you come from. When you see these football players get these big-ass contracts, and the first thing they do is have what on stage? Mama. Dad could have been in a life, Dad. It was so bad that RG3, he and his dad, his dad didn't even go on stage. His dad stood backstage His dad is the reason why he is the football player that he was. But his mom got all that credit. His mom got all that credit. The first thing he said when he got his contract, RG3 said, the first thing I'm going to do is buy my mom a house, not buy my parents a house. That's the first thing that these black athletes do. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's because they look at black mamas as... Hard in the neighborhood, in 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 a black community, they have any fathers in the household. So the fathers are not in household to teach them what a man's supposed to be. And I think the, the 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 hero is is lost, man. A lot of people don't. A lot of these kids don't even know about Martin Luther King. And I can't say being that Martin Luther King, they think their hero is Lil Wayne and Jay Z. Right,
1: I, I, man. It's it's got to be more. It's got to be more to that than just, okay, well, then you know what? I'm going to build these kids a little, you know, a little playground, a little this and that, man. It's got to be more Mm -hmm. than just that, man. I see all of these chemical plants and all of this, all Mm -hmm. of this stuff being, being, being built, man. And, and, you know, it's just like, man, don't anybody, don't y'all care?
0: Right. It's like that too, but... I used to always put down on these rappers from Chicago because I got a friend of mine who worked at a radio station and she works at a news station in Chicago. And I got news stories for that tomorrow. Man, I got an explosive fucking story for you guys. On New Year's Day, they had some people shooting up in the air like they always do. Some niggas shooting up in the air. And a bullet came down and shot a four-year-old and killed that four-year-old on content. That is a fucked up story that I'm talking to you guys about tomorrow that happened in Chicago. And the person has not been found yet. But um, it happens like that. And because these kids, I used to always get down on Chicago rappers. I used to say, man, Chicago has some of the best rappers who come from Chicago. Why Kanye West, he's from Chicago, don't go back home. Why, I used to get down, I'm not a Obama fan. So anybody who know me, y'all know I'm not a Obama fan. I used to say, when these killings was happening, why are you not saying nothing to the Obama? Like, why you don't go back and talk to these fucking kids in your neighborhood, Obama? Like, you from Chicago, right? And I understand why they don't go back. I understand it. But they still don't make it right. Some of these rappers in the city of Louisiana, they left Louisiana. They made their money out here. And I need Atlanta, I need LA, and I need all these other places. They can come back down to New Orleans to take care of their shit too. But you know what happens when they do that, ladies and gentlemen? They wind up getting killed. A rapper from New Orleans came back to come back to New Orleans, and he was murdered a year ago in the same city he was born and raised in. He was actually helping somebody that night at Waffle House, bought them some food, come out of Waffle House, somebody shot him and killed him. So it's like you can't even come back to your hometown anymore. People was mad at Master P that he got the fuck. But I, I respect that he got the fuck now. Because you can't you can't do it down here. Like you can't do it in Louisiana. You have to go. What's your last thoughts on that?
1: Oh man. You know, you, you can't blame a person for for making any money and and you know, improving mm-hmm. improving themselves. But that just goes back to just the, our whole topic for the day. You walk a, you walk a fine line between, you know, being real and, right. You know, being out there. Rappers is the same way. I mean, you know, you walk a, you walk a fine line. You're not gonna make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're doing for your family, masterpiece doing, it seems to me like you're doing for his family, doing for the, you know. So mm-hmm. hey, you walk in a fine line. But basically, to to just. To just wrap up everything, man. We just gotta. These guys save these kids. Mm -hmm. Got to save these kids. That's where. That's where somehow, some way, there's got to be a way to save these kids. Right. That's our future, and the future is looking. Is looking hard right now. I don't want to get old. I'm afraid to get old, cause I don't know what's gonna be left. So. I
0: heard that. Um. I heard that. And I wanted to touch on one more topic before we go. Um, the deal with Donald Trump. Trump has basically has been in the news for several weeks now. Um, a lot of people have slept on it. And like I say, man, when Trump does stuff like this, it's basically a way to shine a light off of him. He killed an Iranian, uh president. And now the Iranians are wanting to go to war with us. So it's going to be World War Three All over again. And he said he's upping the draft. Because before, you had to be 21 to get in. He said he's upping the age of draft to 40. Wow! Wow. So, I said, if you're going to do that, Maybe you should let your two sons go. Maybe you should let your two daughters go. One of them that's drunk in the streets, always on Instagram, throwing parties. You should let her go as well, right? You want these young black males and young Mexicans and young uh, black and brown kids to go fight your war that you went to go do for Trump? Maybe you should let them fight. Maybe you should let your children fight. And it's it's crazy that he's trying to even... Pass the law because the law is if you are the only child you can't go to war. He's trying to get that law abolished. Mm. Wow. So that's the president. We I voted for the nigga and I voted for him because I didn't like Hillary. I would never vote for Hillary. I don't give a fuck if a donkey was running. I would vote for the donkey. I don't like Hillary. Um, but yeah, and he did not do what I asked. Did not do what I expected him to do, and um, yeah, that's what we got from his president, and it's very sad. What do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like that's okay for him to up the draft to forty? And uh,
1: if he asks you to go, would you go or would you take your time? Um, I just want to say this. I mean, you know, when when Obama became president, I thought you know it it was. It it was for all of these young folks, mm-hmm. and for for me, for my grandmother, for all of these young old everybody black white. It was supposed to be it it, it was it's it's never going to change. It was supposed to be a symbol of hope mm-hmm. and and a message to say well you know what I can do anything mm-hmm. anything is possible. Hell the Saints won the Super Bowl you know in that in that time span mm-hmm. nobody ever thought that 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 was gonna happen so all right you know I for damn sure was like man you know. And anything can, anything can, can actually happen, mm-hmm. okay? But I feel like this current president is just, I mean, he's reckless and and the, the youth are reckless and it's like the whole world is, is a hateful, mm-hmm. hateful, hateful world. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the problem. That's the problem. Right. You know, nobody has respect for each other. It's just like, you know, to hell with the consequences. You know I'm on forward with all of this. You know it's it's you know far as this draft. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've been in the military. You know I volunteered myself. You mm-hmm. um, know you know it's it's a it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. And um, you know I just pray that maybe you know that God intervenes in this mm-hmm. and just you know give somebody some love somewhere. Right. Cause the draft is, if he institutes that, it's gonna be a lot of people that's not gonna want to go, and it's gonna be a lot of crying. And I, you know, I've seen people mm-hmm. that were actually, you know, that I actually served with, mm-hmm. actually cry and complain that we have to go out there. Because right. I've been in the Middle East, I've been in that water. I'm a Navy guy. I've been in that water, and actually had people cry and say, "Oh, you know, I didn't join." I didn't join, the, to, to, to I just only joined for college money. Mm-hmm. Well, it's real, you know what I mean? The world is real, and the whole shit is real. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got to start taking care of each other, and that starts with at home, with our families, with the people that we love, mm-hmm. because it's getting real out there. And, you know, I'm not I'm not supporting none of this hate. Mm-hmm. So, that's about all I can tell you on that one, man.
0: Um... That's gonna be the end of our show, man. I really enjoy you, and I, um, I do this to everybody that I meet. Um, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. My dad was in the army. My biological father, um, he died when I was two years old, but I had his, um, his flag, and I had everything. My dad was in the army, yeah. um, and um, I love people who uh, serve, man. It's it's something special to do and it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a privilege to serve but it's actually a lot of things that happens with that because I wanna to talk to him about that on the next show that we have when these men come home from from the war with PSD and they don't really be taken care of by the government. Um, I have a friend of mine who's who's homeless in New Orleans and he came home from the war, he's a veteran and um, he, his leg got blown off and he started panhandling and, um, what made me put his story on TV or made me talk, get out and talk to him. I had my camera. I had to get out and talk to him. Um, a guy, um, he asked the guy for some money at the light and the guy took a cup of piss and threw it in his face. Told him, I would, hold on, I'm going to give you a dollar. I said, okay. He opened up the window, threw the piss in his face and i had to stop i had to turn back around and if anybody know what Esplanade mall at you know you gotta you can't just turn around you gotta go the whole lap and i had to go all the way i had to go all the way back around and come back to stop there and get the guy put him in my car dripping with piss put him in my car brought him to the um to we had a ymc at the time brought him to the ymca got him a own um, shower put him some money in his pocket Told him, huh, man, go get your hotel room for the night. The next day, I picked him up. We talked, we rapped, and I put his story on the TV. And he was like, man, I came home with PTSD from the war. And, you know, I had my leg blown off. I started doing cocaine because nothing really helped with the pain. And now, from the VA don't even want to give him health care from that. And he was like, man, a lot of these homeless men are, are veterans. And we have a big problem in the United States of America, especially in Louisiana. We don't take care of our veterans. People don't even grow up to them. And, and it used to be a thank you for your service. They don't even do that. You know, we don't even honor letting them eat for free anymore or half price. Like, that's crazy. I had to, I had to turn down on Veterans Day, veterans, when they come in my restaurant, I can't feed you for free. I can't feed you for, and it's your day. I can't feed you for free. That's that's a very fucked up. Why would you want to go to war? Why would you even want to sign up for it? When you getting you know what I'm saying? That's that's for the next, that's going to be for the next show. Next show. Uh, next show. Um, thank you guys for coming. Thank you everybody who joined the show, who stood here all day. We are we That Podcast, and we'll see you when we see you.